Tim Drake is different from the other Robins. His role in the Bat Family is an interesting one. He is the Robin who came after Jason, the replacement, the detective, the world's second greatest detective. Not motivated by vengeance and not fueled by tragedy, Tim's motivations are completely internal. They come from his own perception of justice and his own nobility. He feels an overwhelming responsibility to help people. Unlike those before him, Tim's parents were quite wealthy. After they took him to Haley's Circus, home of a particular young acrobat by the name of Dick Grayson, Tim would watch Batman and Robin on TV, and his keen eye would notice a special quadruple flip that only one acrobat he knew could command the skies in that manner. Through this, Tim connected the dots and discovered that Dick Grayson was Robin and Batman was Bruce Wayne, a feat that not many have accomplished. Then high schooler Tim Drake would notice that Batman changed. This wasn't the calculated, decisive hero that he knew him as. Like Alfred pointed out, after Jason Todd died, Batman was different. And I would imagine him so. This was Batman's greatest failure, Bruce's greatest failure. Bruce had lost a child, a kid, through an event that he surely thought he could prevent. But Gotham needed the bat, and amidst his own grief, Bruce still had to be Batman. He still had to don the cape and cowl to fight off criminals, because no one else would. Nightwing was off with the Titans, and Bruce had to do it all by himself. Without a partner, Batman became reckless, sloppy, unfocused, suffering more injuries than he ever had before. But it wasn't as though Tim wanted to be Robin, which is an important thing to note. He didn't want to. He initially approached Dick to return to Batman's side not as Nightwing but as Robin again. When it was clear that he needed to become Robin, he did it because no one else could. An interesting dynamic because Tim Drake was a fan, one of the biggest fans of Batman and of Robin. Tim always had large shoes to fill, trying to match the Dick Grayson, and trying to fill the emotional void left by Jason. Tim didn't have the natural gift for acrobatics or for fighting like Dick had, nor did he have the instinct of Jason. But Tim's mind was almost as sharp as the Dark Knight's, and he had a work ethic to match. Tim is very cerebral. He is always thinking, calculating, picking up information. He is incredibly clever and the comics show this as he is constantly analyzing the situations. This very genius brain, however, has been detrimental to himself. He sometimes overthinks himself into situations as small as forgetting to convert kilometers to miles, and as large as losing himself in the search for Bruce Wayne when he becomes Red Robin. In his solo series Red Robin by Chris Yost, Tim lost his identity. He would refer to himself as Tim Wayne, and his obsession with finding Bruce was detrimental to his relationships, as he would soon find himself alone fighting against the League of Assassins. Tim had pushed all of those closest to him. Cassandra, Dick, Spoiler, Superboy, all because they didn't believe him that Bruce was still alive. Tim Drake, who idolized Batman and then became his partner, it was almost as if he couldn't accept it that Bruce was dead. But just like when he knew Bruce was Batman, he knew Bruce was alive, and the idea of finding his idol again led him back to himself. 
and that clever mind would even take control of the League of Assassins, gaining the upper hand on the demon's head. Tim Drake understands his role as partner extremely well, and he is able to understand Batman to an extent, even emotionally. Tim had that intuition at such a young age that Batman needs a Robin, and it's especially evident in this case that Robin is for Batman, it's so that he can keep going. Tim is the perfect partner to Batman because of his ability to be a friend. Through the Young Justice run, we see how well Tim works on a team, how he manages his relationships with others. His supporters are his strengths, and so are those that he supports. In Red Robin, he states how he isn't Batman, as he was able to assemble many of his friends in order to save lives. Nightwing's 25th issue had one of the most wholesome interactions between Tim and Dick, and their relationship. Dick and Tim have a very unique older and little brother dynamic that is so fun to watch. Tim understands that not only is it important to have friends, but it's important that you trust them and that they trust you. Which is why he could face Ra's al Ghul in Red Robin and not die, because Dick will always be there for him. So finally, when Bruce shows up in Red Robin, it was a very touching and heartwarming moment. Because Tim went to extreme lengths to find Bruce when no one else did. And it all paid off. I stated that Jason Todd was the middle child. Tim is also a middle child, but an awkward one. He is less popular than those before him and less popular than the one after him. But what makes him unique is that brilliant mind and that he was inspired by doing what needed to be done to help a broken man and a broken city. Tim is a man of the people and a genius. And throughout his time as both Robin and Red Robin, we see how much of Bruce he has in him. The contingency plans, the obsessive nature, the ideals, the detective work. He took down Joker without Batman was trained by Lady Shiva. Tim chose this life, a voluntary decision for the side of justice. That has a Bruce written all over it. Tim Drake is a worthy heir, one who was worthy enough to be given a title only given to Batman. Ra's al Ghul calls the Bat Detective, and when Tim gains the upper hand on him, Ra's al Ghul would give him that title of Detective, which is the utmost praise. Tim is Batman's perfect partner because that is exactly what Tim is, a partner. He doesn't see himself under Batman's shadow like Dick. He isn't trying to be Batman like Damien. He is a compassionate kid who just wants to help in any way he can. And he was the only one to answer that call when Batman had no one. 